Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. It's a Charlie Tuesday, Charlie Five, the man who lurks in the Auburn bunker at AuburnSports.com. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing great. Doing great. It's Masters Week. It's Let's go. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. All right. I know you want to talk about JP. I know you want to talk about. <laughs> I know you want to talk about baseball, but there's just something we've got to get out of the way. Yes, we got. We have to get this cleared up really quick. So, <laughs> we got to hear from offensive coaches. Yay, that's exciting. All right, Cornelius Williams. We're all super pumped about this guy. We talked about him a ton for like two weeks, and then we haven't mentioned his name again, which is fine. Whatever, different part of the off season. <laughs> Every week of the offseason has its role. It has its place. That's fine. But Cornelius Williams, very pumped about him, by the way, just to circle back to where we were, what, in January. That's fine. But, of course, who was he asked about? Your your boy, Kobe. Kobe Hudson, the natural wide receiver. And here's what he said. Well, Kobe, the thing with Kobe is is he's actually really, in my opinion, uh, a natural-born leader. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to play it again. Charlie five. When he said natural, my heart dropped. Well, Kobe, the thing with Kobe is, is he, he's actually really, in my opinion, uh, a natural born leader. No, he's a natural oh. receiver. receiver. So oh. close. So Coach Williams. Close. <laughs> he was so close. He was right there. <laughs> and then he just, he went with leader and that's awesome and stuff, but. Come oh on. yeah, and, and honestly, probably natural born leader has more impact on the locker room. So like, I'm not complaining, but I just I can't explain to you, Charlie Five, how much my heart dropped because <laughs> I thought he was oh, about to say natural wide receiver. And and you know we've picked up a lot of listeners over the uh, over the off season. If you don't know the joke, the joke here, the inside joke here is. Kobe Hudson is a natural wide receiver because when he was moved from playing, he played high school quarterback, they moved him to receiver. And the way everybody kind of talked him up was, well, he played quarterback, but he's actually a natural wide receiver. Oh my gosh. I need to turn my email off. My bad. And so that's that's where we are today. So, all right. How you doing? So close. I just I just I'm had here. to get off I just had to get off that off my chest. Did you see my tweet? Yeah, I did. I thought about you when I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, he was so close. Yeah, I tweeted so back. Close. I was like, so close. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Who was it recently that was describing Kobe, and, like, they used so many describing words, and we sat on the edge. Somebody's going to say it eventually. We got chicken farm to happen. <laughs> we've got to get we've got to get natural wide receiver Kobe Hudson. It was Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz Anthony said Schwartz, something. Yes, he was so Or Eli. Close. It was one of them. I asked about Kobe <laughs> Hudson. And, um yes. Yeah, they didn't he say said, natural receiver, but it was really close. They said something that was, was really so close. close. It was yeah. so close. It was a synonym. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. So are you uh you ready to rant? You said you yeah. had one. Usually I like your rants. Yeah, man. I am uh <clears throat> I'm I'm clear my throat. I'm ready to go and unleash on You got a whole, tissue ready? Yes, on this whole Justin Powell situation. I want to give some people this is a this is not only a rant on Justin Powell, but this is a little bit of 
Charlie Five um, life advice. Ooh, How about that? I love you ready that. for that? Yeah, absolutely. Quick story. I took a job when I was younger with a guy, uh, a very well-known businessman in Alabama. I'm not going to say his name because uh, we still have a fairly decent relationship. But uh, I worked in the marketing department. The marketing department was known as the chop shop. Okay. In other words, people came in, he abused them, they left quick. Wow. Rolled up the, st- rolled up the statistics. I lasted six months. I turned in my resignation. And his, his phrase that he liked to use was, you need to, you need to look in the mirror. You know, it's time, it's, you know the, the, you're the problem. You need to look in the mirror. So finally, uh, when I turned in my rec- resignation, he said, you need to look in the mirror. And I said, you know what? I think now that I'm, st- I'm the sixth marketing person in the last three years, I think it's time for you to look in the mirror because the only common denominator here is you. So in life, when, when you have issues and, and you continually have issues with people, with things, with places, and it, you look at the common denominator, sometimes you have to look at yourself and say, maybe I'm the issue. So you're, you've gone to what will now be your fifth school in six years at what point in time? Oh, this you, is this is a metaphor for Justin Powell. Yeah, got it. Exactly. You're, you're so Justin Powell point, in this story. Or I guess yeah, your boss is. Point, your boss is Justin Powell. My boss was Justin Powell. At what point in time do you say, "Hey, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe there's something wrong with me. This is not normal. It's not normal to go to five different schools in six years. It's not normal to um, always uh, place the blame on others at each time. Each time I go, you know, maybe." Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe maybe you're the problem. I'm just I'm I'm just frustrated with the whole thing. Um, there were there's talks about oh he wasn't accepted this that and the other. The freaking school the student section made T-shirts after him. Come on, they made T-shirts. They sold T-shirts. That Dude, said he yeah, he was he was beloved he was by Auburn fans star. and he played for like five minutes. Yes, he was a rock star. The, from the time he walked on campus, I'm just. I'm I'm sick of it, and then he goes to Tennessee, which I, I I have to assume is it's either one of two things. It's either a direct shot back at at Auburn, or nobody in the state of Kentucky wanted to get within uh, a ten foot pole of him. Um, well, and because, it sounded like Kentucky was interested in him. Well, were they? How, how yeah, interested? The, sure. You know, that's, yeah, it's that's impossible to question. know, right? You know, they, they weren't very interested in a 6'6", you know, 200-pound sharpshooter, Mr. Basketball, coming out of high school. And then, you know, they don't – you know, for whatever reason, quote-unquote, you know, maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the reason Louisville didn't want him. Maybe that's the reason Kentucky doesn't – didn't really push for him. Maybe that's the so, reason. So, Charlie Five, with, with more of these stories coming out and more chatter coming out about how Justin Powell did not feel – comfortable or did not get along with people or felt left out, whatever it may be. What are we supposed to think about this whole concussion issue? Uh, I mean, I think the, the way I look at it. Did you it just is, drop something? Uh, uh, I may have rattled a, rattled a glass for a second. Got I'm it. just shaking yeah. with rage. Sure. Right no, I love it. Yeah, Shaking with straight right. rage. No, um, I think, I think you got to look at the Bruce as trying to protect his player. Um, I don't think that, he was physically uh, unable to perform uh, probably no longer than 10 days after his injury. I think the talk of the, you know, his 
you know, all his battles and this, that, and the other with, with, with the concussion and feeling dizzy. I think all of that was basically just to, just Bruce, you know, helping to kind of keep the heat off of him because he was having his own personal issues. You just don't miss six months. You just don't miss that many games with a concussion. I'm sorry. It's sure. just not. Sure. Just, this doesn't happen. And it was funny is when people talked about that, would bring that up on the message boards. Um, you know, it's a very legit question. And there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, you know, heat that would come at the, the people that would say things like that. But, you know, you just got to look at it realistically, you know, and now after, you know, start, some of the stories start to come out, you start to say, well, maybe, you know, Maybe it wasn't as, as serious as we were led to believe, but I, I, you know, I applaud Bruce for you know taking up for players, taking up for his players. Sure, he's a player. He's a players' coach. So Justin Powell was uh, was a part of Auburn's team last year. Now he will no longer be a part, and, and Bruce Pearl is out looking for different parts to assemble this machine, which is Auburn basketball. Much like you can do with searching for parts for your car, truck, or SUV at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com, thank you, brother, is a a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything you need from engine control modules, shooting guards, just kidding, brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. They've even got new carpet, whether it's for your, uh, your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly, yes, directly, not indirectly, but directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn. And there, how did you hear us box so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts you will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked on College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Moving forward, Charlie Five. Is there anything else about the um, the whole Justin Powell saga that you want to touch on? Are you good? I pretty. I, I think I'm good. Um, I, I'm just. I'm still kind of disgusted, and I'm just ready to um, kind of move on from him. And I think that uh, there could be some fun pieces to fall into place uh, to help finish out this roster moving forward. That maybe him leaving opened up. So. Uh, you know, maybe end up being a blessing in disguise. So we'll, well just have to. I, I was worried about Bruce Burrow having enough scholarships, and now he's got plenty. So, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, all the guys that left, I feel totally okay with. I mean, obviously, you want Sharif back, but I've seen a lot of people that know basketball a lot better than me make arguments where like it could help. I'm not super positive on that, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, but I think honestly, the. I don't know. You just weren't expecting to get Sharif for two years, so I, I think they planned for this. I don't think it necessarily helps. As from a, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't help for like next year's team, but it may help for that next, you know, hotshot point guard that 
you know, may look and say, wow, Sharif is, Sharif came and he was a one and done, you know, he does really well with point guards. Let's go, you know, that's where I want to go. So I think it definitely helps there. Um, you know, I mean, he's, the kid's great. I mean, he's going to be a first, more than likely he's going to be a first round pick. Um, he was sort of, you know, a little bit undermanned. The team was a little bit undermanned from in some spots this year. Uh, so, so that kind of hurt his production a little bit, but um, he's going to be great. Uh, and but I think him leaving, like I said, it opens up some. It opens up some spots. Thor leaving and probably not coming back. That opens up some spots for some big time transfers. And are you or, are you believing that Thor's not coming back? I haven't uh, been of that mindset. Am I off on that? Say that again. I haven't been of that mindset that JT Thor is leaving. I, I I would love for him to come back, but I'm just just based off of you know the verbiage he used in, in talking about it and um, some of the things that uh, I, I think he's possibly a better pro pro. I mean, I, I think he's probably a better pro prospect than Sharif. And I think if he can, when he gets to the combine, he may be a guy that can play his way into a higher pick, but I think he just wants to go to the NBA from the things I've heard. I think he's just ready to go to the NBA and I think he'll definitely get drafted. It just depends on, can he play himself, you know, up into the early second round, maybe late first. Wow. I had just assumed he was coming back. I'm, I, I guess I just missed all of this. Yeah. I think for the most part, uh, a lot of the moderators on both, uh, both of the, sites that are you know fairly connected um sure they're pretty much they're pretty much not counting either sharif nor thor uh as coming back for next year that's a big deal that's a big deal um speaking of big deals do you know where the best place to uh to bet on all sports action is (laughs) yes it's uh betonline.ag yes are you getting some action for the uh, national championship game? Yeah, well, we're recording this before the the national championship game is being played. I think Baylor's going to win, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh. When people are listening to this tomorrow, they'll either think I was a genius or think I'm an idiot. So Yeah. Town um, Baylor money line. Let's go. Okay. All right. We'll see if that works out or not. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Charlie Five joining us on a Charlie Tuesday. So where are you as far as the progression of this football team under Coach Harson? I love the honesty where he's like, we're not where we need to be yet and kind of listed some things that he thinks the team needs to work on. I thought all that was great. Yeah, he seems to have give way more substance in the things that he talks about, uh, which is – and so do, so do a lot of the um, position coaches. Uh, you know, they just flat out will tell you who they think's doing the best and, you know, who needs to work on it and this, that, and the other. And that's very refreshing. Um, as far as uh, where we are now and where we need to be, um, I don't think it's a surprise. And taking it from some of the quotes from Will Friend in his interview, it seems like that, you know, offensive line is going to be the biggest issue. Uh, and, you know, what can we do? <laughs> like one of his quotes, he said, they asked him on pass protection so far, and he says, it, it depends how, how – 
how well they perform depends on which play you're talking about. We've got to be more consistent. Though. Yeah, that's that's just not what you want to hear. But um, but that's the things you work through in spring. So, um, maybe they'll find that uh find that magic five that that go together and and can mesh together. And you know, it's going to take a little bit of time to learn the new system and and terminology and philosophies and things like that. Did like, you uh, hear my uh, opinion yesterday on Brendan Coffee starting his ascension? Oh yeah, he said it's time to brew some coffee or it's coffee time. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I think it's a thing, man. I, I really think he's going to be a starter on this team. He needs to be. He needs to be. Um, There's just I, no way. I say it every single day. There's no way you can start the same five dudes that you started last year. There's no <laughs> way to me. Just from a like a um, psych sports psychology aspect for but for but like you got to change something and make it like. Even if it's not a huge change, just psychologically, it makes you feel <laughs> feel like you're progressing. I guess I don't know. Um, I always say, you know, a year older doesn't necessarily mean a year better. Like we got to figure out, you know, we got to find the best guys and, and plug them in there. And it's not necessarily just people that have played the most. So I'm with you. We need we need coffee. We need uh, Killian. We need, you know, if we get a transfer late in the, you know. Uh, into summer like we need and, and I kind of wonder if that's what they're banking on is getting a transfer and he, you know that's kind of been the speculation is okay he needs the spring to figure out what else he needs but you know all the chatter is still around you know that that DB from West Virginia it's like I don't think we need that I don't think Auburn needs any more DBs right now right right well you know there's a lot of seasons going on right now. Like, and, and like you said, maybe that is, maybe that is what we're doing. And, you know, you can't really, you can't really fully, there's two things. You can't really fully get a, get a good opinion on somebody until you see them in pads, number one. Right. And you can't really get a, a good opinion on somebody until you see them doing the things that you're asking them to do, mm-hmm. not what another coach asked them to do. So once you have, you know, two weeks to see, okay, I'm, I've given him the instructions. I've told him what I need him to be doing, and this is how he executes that, and this is how he's doing it in pads. Then you get a better idea. What do I really need? You know, two transfer uh, portal guys uh, late in you know late in spring. You know, what do I really need? And I think, you know, I think he's kind of starting to understand that there is a there's probably some severe talent deficiencies on at the offensive line. That's that's the biggest thing I've taken away from trying to read between the lines of all the different coaching interviews. Yeah, because he seems to gush about the other position group where there was a ton of questions, wide receiver. He seems oh, yeah. to really like those guys. Still inconsistent whenever you talk about it, but he always seems to gush about a few dudes. I mean, Javaris Johnson, he loves him, but you, you, you hear bits and pieces from Malcolm Johnson Jr. You see a little Kalen Newton in the mix. And then obviously, uh, you know, Elijah Canyon's been a starter throughout all this process, and I'm sure he's going to like Zevion Capers whenever he gets fully healthy he gets and back, back in yeah. the action. Exactly. Yep. Your um, your boy, uh, our boy Javarius was one of the first names out of uh, Seawill's mouth today during his interview. Um, said he's you know stunt stood out, done a really good job, and then didn't call him a natural born leader though. He did not. He did not. That's true. And then, you know, your boy, the hype train, Malcolm Johnson Jr., he talked about him um, second. That was the second guy that came out of his mouth. So I love they, him. I love him. 
I love I him. Have not, I have not seen that on the offensive line where it's really Other than Tayshawn Manning. He loves Tayshawn Manning. He does, yeah. Other than, yeah. Maybe other than Tayshawn Manning. But it seems like when, he, when he's talking about a specific person, it's because he's asked about it. Sorry, there's an airplane that's about to land, I think, on my house. That's awesome. So, Can you name a better player than Tayshawn Manning? I can't. <laughs> a better player? Yeah. Uh, Did the airplane just hit you? Is that what just happened? It's like, it's it's just it's like hovering over. I heard a click over. for a second. I thought the airplane hit you. No. I, 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 Wild I things happen in your neighborhood. Your part, your, your, your side of Auburn is crazy. It's wild over here. Like it's 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 wild, but we uh, we make it work. <laughs> <laughs> My son loves airplanes, so really, awesome. yeah, that's cool. Okay, all right. Anything else you want to cover? Anything else from the uh, the coaches' interviews that that stood out to you? I thought it was interesting how nervous Cadillac was. I thought that was interesting. You know, kind of a glimpse of like these are real people. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. He's 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 always been sort of like a nervous speaker, you know. I don't know if it's uh just like a, I really don't know what it is because you know you played in front of thousands of people and you know people know who you are. But it's I can remember in in when he was going into the senior bowl or when he was in the senior bowl and uh, I was waiting tables in a restaurant in Daphne, Alabama, and the all the players came in and you know you go to try to talk to him and it's just like. Uh, he just seems so, he seems so nervous, and it definitely kind of came out. Um, it kind of came out. I don't, I don't guess he has ever really done a press con or like really fielded questions. And they, uh, you know, we got a lot of time with him today, or the reporters got a lot of time with him. They got to ask him a lot of questions, and <laughs> it, he's got to work on it. Got to practice. Yeah, he's probably like Gus never made me talk. <laughs> yeah, I've never had to do this before. What talking to assistant coaches? In it's this wild. economy? Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's great. Where can people find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me on The Bunker, uh, AuburnSports.com. You can find me on 247 Sports, uh, The Body Getting Board. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. The show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn. Oh, blah, 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 blah. On Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. Be patient with me for the rest of the week. I'm having surgery tomorrow on Wednesday. So I think we'll still have a show every day. I've been super touch and go the past few weeks. I apologize. I apologize. I hope my employer does not fire me. (laughs) Ah, This has been Locked on Auburn.